And what gave me the true confidence was being able to help people see a level of transparency in the marketplace that they would not have otherwise have gotten and there's nothing that a brand could have done to help that. And we're live. Good morning, son. Uh, we're between Christmas and New Year's here. Uh, happy holidays to you. What's, uh, this is usually a really down week, even though we're hitting the phones and trying to set up the new year. What's uh, Happy holidays yeah. to you. This is like the taint of the portion of the year. Right. What's, the, uh, what's on your schedule this week? You know, it's, a, it's a, actually a fairly big week for us. Uh, either today or tomorrow, we will be uh, making an announcement to William Pitt Sotheby's International Realty, who I'm extremely grateful for, for the years that they've given us and um, helping us to grow. But we've grown and outgrown uh, William Pitt Sotheby's and we'll be out on our own as far as the residential side of things goes. Wow. So what's the... Uh what would be your initial motivation to to move on from from a you know internationally recognized name like Sotheby's? You know, I don't I don't know if there's a, a huge motivation other than the fact that I'm not quite sure that uh, any nationally recognized brand uh, is going to add any more value to us than we can already give to our clients. I think it's just a brand similar to Nike, Adidas, um, you know, and and we in order for us to break out and actually spread the message and do the things that we know we can do for our clients, we can't be held back by any brand. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the anti-Sotheby's and and nothing, obviously huge respect for the international name, but to me, Seaport is much more of a a local feel to it. Uh, I don't know if you call it boutique or anything like that. It sounds a little too fancy for me, but what I would say is just a local feel. Like basically, instead of this international reach, it's yeah. more of a local feel as to just give us a call right here. Well, you know, to I have nothing but utmost respect for Paul Brunick and William Pitt Sotheby's. I've never, I never in my wildest dreams would have imagined that a brokerage company, let alone Sotheby's, would allow us to do what we did um, as far as our business model and, and include William Pitt Sotheby's in that. I mean, we had an auction company. We had, you know, we, we had our own brokerage company in regard to commercial real estate and leasing. The only thing we ran through William Pitt Sotheby's was residential sales, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, I mean, what, what do you what do you add to it? I mean, obviously, you're huge on valuation, big on you know the numbers, so to speak. But um, what do you bring to the table now, being able to to go on your own? You know, I think the big thing that we have now is a voice. Uh, we've always pushed the envelope, so to speak, in the past, mm-hmm. and we have said and done some things that definitely push the envelope and may not conform to a Sotheby's standard or guideline. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we we don't have that to worry about. We don't have to filter what we say, um, our creativeness, our thoughts uh, in regard to this market, where it's going, what it's all about. Um, may not necessarily be in line with traditional brokerage philosophy. And now we have the ability to speak our minds. So do you feel like instead of you know carrying on the same things that you've always done, do you feel like instead of taking on fire from you know, regulation and things like that and, and the Sotheby's brand, 
maybe taking on a following as opposed to taking on heavy fire? Yeah, I really do. And you know, the big thing for me when I started receiving commission checks made out to Seaport Real Estate Group as opposed to William Pitt Sotheby's and having to send those back and and ask the other brokerage companies to make those out to William Pitt, um, that's when I knew that it was probably time Mm -hmm. to go. Uh, most of our clients, uh, the marketplace don't even realize that we're with Sotheby's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and again, going back with the Sotheby's brand, um, having dialed the phones, God knows how many times and, and just spoken with people in all price ranges, whether it's a listing opportunity or somebody making a purchase, whenever the Sotheby's name came up and I admit myself seeing Sotheby's, I always saw like just class and, sure. and just a, um, a luxury brand, so to speak. For people that would say to me on the phone, Sotheby's, you guys are high end. Right. Yeah. So if that that's the image I give Sotheby's, I've always seen that. And whether it's the auction house relation or whatever it is, whenever I see a Sotheby's sign to this day, I still see this, this classy upscale yeah. brand. So if, if that's the way I see Sotheby's, how would you brand the Seaport approach? You know, at Seaport, I, again, people are... They look at Sotheby's, that brand, as luxurious, as mm -hmm. high end. Um, I know that that you know a lot of the managers in the the I'll say shallower markets, um, where the the median sale is much lower than maybe a Fairfield County, have done their very darndest to say that it's all about you know million dollar marketing. Mm -hmm. But here for us, I mean, what I would say is we are geared towards valuation. We are geared towards the numbers. Uh, we know that purchasing uh, residential real estate is definitely a, um, it's an emotional purchase. We're still going to be in tune with that. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we want to make sure that people love where they live, but we also want to let them know where the pitfalls and maybe uh, they could get burned in, in the future based on trending uh, could be. Well, again, you mentioned million-dollar marketing, and I do. I do see that with Sotheby's and a lot of the really high-end firms. I think that marketing becomes so much more powerful when you pair it with the valuation of, you know, where do you stand? If you're selling, if you're buying, whatever it is, where are we in the cycle, so to speak? Now the marketing, to me, becomes exponentially more powerful because you're actually providing somebody with data that they can really use and make critical decisions with. I mean, the data is everything. I've got to say that originally uh, being at William Pitt Sotheby's, and I bet I was there for a long, long time, uh, it it helped me psychologically mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, that Sotheby's brand, you can't get to a brokerage company that's any better than that mm -hmm. um, as far as branding goes. And what it did to me, it was my crutch. Mm -hmm. It actually helped me have the self-confidence that I needed when I went and, and visited potential clients and said, hey, look, I'm with Sotheby's. Absolutely. Um, you know, what, but what happened is I grew as a person and I realized that I had the goods. Mm -hmm. I had the valuation side of things. I had the trending models. I created the tools that made us completely separate from Sotheby's. Mm -hmm. And what gave me the co true confidence was being able to help people see a level of transpa transparency in the marketplace that they would not have otherwise have gotten. And there's nothing that a brand could have done to help that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think the million dollar marketing thing, a lot of that is, you know, the, the traditional approach is staging, um, you know, sure. professional photography, all these things that you hear now. 
they're kind of like signing your name on the SATs. You get a certain amount of points for that. Just and, for doing it. Yeah, and then that's that's just that's you're gonna find that across the board at most firms. I just think now that the valuation, the numbers, especially now with the troubling times coming this way, um, people are gonna need more data as opposed to just you know nice photography. That's great, and it certainly helps. There's no doubt about it. But I just think the values, the numbers, the data can actually be the marketing when it's showcased properly and then presented to people that need it the most. Yeah, uh, well said. I think I think the the marketing is now somewhat standard, mm-hmm. although some agents try to try to go on the cheap. Uh, we will continue to bring with us that level of excellence that we you know we're we're, we're actually groomed to do at William Pitt Sotheby's. Uh, you're only as good as the agent. Mm-hmm. Not everybody at Sotheby's is you know great. Uh, here at, at at Seaport Real Estate Services, I do believe that our marketing will be just as good as Sotheby's, uh, if not better, because we 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 have have taken it to a level that's a little different. But the big distinguishing factor in all of this is valuation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you can do the best marketing in the world, but if you don't have that number within the strike zone, then that property most likely is not going to sell, especially in a down market. Yeah, and I think exactly because to, to this point, for how many years has it been now? The market's been basically just uh, appreciating and twelve. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a long time, and for newer agents, um, you know myself included, you think about it. I mean, it's can you sell in an up market? Well, of course you can. <laughs> yeah, a lot, uh, the down market is the key, and I've always said we were going to break free. I've told management mm-hmm. point blank. You know, when are you going to break free? When are you going to leave William Pitt Sotheby's? My answer has always been when we have the next down market. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not quite sure when that down market's going to be. We are riding a high right now. Uh, when everybody is trying to buy multiple homes, uh, at this point, it seems really similar to 2006 to 2008. Sure. Uh, and that scares me. Uh, so I know we're right there, we're close. And uh, I think now is as good a time as ever. And I hope people enjoy our message, what we have to say and how we're thinking outside the box. And it's gonna get continue to get a little more extreme, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, I think people will enjoy what we have to say. Got it, well, happy new year to you, my friend, and uh, to be continued. You as well. Mm-hmm.